0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. Today we'll talk to Drake Bergen of the Winkler Flyers about participating in the MJHL SJHL showcase recently in Regina. Also, lots of curling. The Continental Cup about to get underway in Vegas. We'll check in with Jeff Stouton, who is there. Plus, the Manitoba Scotties beginning next week. Shannon Birchard, second for Team Carrie Anderson. We'll talk to me about that. That's on the podcast. <laughs> MJHL-SJHL Showcase wrapped up yesterday in Regina as the MJHL gets back into its schedule tomorrow night. One of the players at the Showcase has a last name that will be familiar, to CGOB listeners. That's Drake Bergen, son of, yes, main ingredient host Kevin Bergen. He's a defenseman for the Winkler Flyers. And Drake joins me now on the CGOB Sports Show. Drake, were you surprised to get the call to the Showcase?
1: A little bit. I was hoping from the beginning, like I saw when I first came into the league, that there was going to be the Showcase in January so I, I figured that was my goal since the beginning of the season, so I kinda worked hard and uh I just kinda looked at stats and stuff and I, I was hoping I'd get picked but I was a bit surprised but I, I uh thought I deserved it I guess.
0: Did you any of your teammates go with you?
1: Uh yeah, we had I had two other guys with me, um uh one of them's name's Eric Fox and the other's uh Griffin Leonard and to so me and Eric Fox are Eight, or, well he's 17 so we were in the 18 and under group and um, Leonard is 19 so he was in the older two team with, or he's on the one of the older two teams so we didn't see him as much but it was uh, still fun. So what is your goal
0: going into a showcase like that? Just to show yourself as well as you can?
1: Uh, yeah basically just to perform uh, the best you can um, try and showcase your talent I guess because you, you got a lot of eyes on you so you want to make sure that uh, you can be seen at your best and just make sure you're focused and everything.
0: Uh, so you scored a couple of goals in one of your games. Are you a big goal scorer?
1: I'd say up until this year I wasn't a huge goal scorer, but I've uh, lately I've been putting pucks in the net. Like I, I don't think I've had uh, this many goals during, in a season as a defenseman before, but I've kind of practiced some skills after practice and all this stuff, and I feel like I'm starting, I'm starting to learn how to put the puck in the net lately. Because
0: so. as a defenseman, that's not necessarily something you're being asked to do, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, It's um, as a defenseman, your job is to defend, but if you can get a defenseman that can do both, that's always a plus. Would you rather score a goal or make a great defensive play? In certain situations, I guess it depends, but if I can stop a, a goal from happening, that can always... Um, help out the team a lot more than just just scoring one goal, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. Were there any, I guess, what was the learning curve like for you jumping to the MJHL this year?
1: I'd say uh, the league I played in before was skilled, but uh, a lot of these guys know how to uh, make good plays, and a lot of them are are, uh, bigger guys, so a lot lot of guys are super skilled in this league, but uh, it's it's a lot of battling, and um, trying to use certain techniques the best you can. Um yeah, there's a lot of bigger guys, so you gotta make sure that your head's up all the time and You're six feet tall, is that right? Uh around there, yeah.
0: Is that a little shorter for a defense in that league or is that about average?
1: I'd say there's a, there's actually a, a lot of defensemen who are around the same height as me, but I know there's some teams that have bigger defensemen too. Like there's two um one guy on my team's around six four, six five and then the other one's like six three. So there's definitely some bigger defensemen but I feel like uh there's a lot of guys around my height so it's not it's not small but it's not I'm not a huge guy either so
0: How would you describe your style of play?
1: I like to be defensive obviously cuz I'm a def- I'm a defenseman but when there when I see a chance to get in the play I uh I take the opportunity to try and capitalize on a on an opportunity to get a goal for the team or something so I'd say uh somewhat of an offensive defenseman but at times you gotta you gotta decide what kind of play you're gonna use against specific teams so are you
0: enjoying life in the mjhl
1: yeah it's it's pretty fun it's cool to live in a different place and just play hockey all the time and just have fun with just hanging out with the guys at hockey i guess a lot of the time uh, you'll have some downtime, so you can still um stay home and relax and have fun like playing video games with with the guys on the team but uh, getting out of the house and going different places just to play hockey is fun
0: do you still get to go back to your parents house
1: uh yeah every once in a while we'll get some time off now uh, we'll be able to come back home and uh see uh see the family of course and they'll come out to some games and stuff too so yeah, yeah. Your,
0: dad, your dad doesn't bug you too much <laughs>
1: no <laughs> some sometimes he uh he likes to text me about certain plays I made or something but you know he's uh know <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's cool. You
0: don't roll your eyes at those texts.
1: <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah.
0: So what's your goal then uh I guess looking after this year are you going to stick around to the m j t l as or do, what is your game plan?
1: For at this moment right now I'm not 100% sure I'd I'd definitely be uh look looking forward to playing another year if I could. Uh, always looking for other options, but the MJHL is a good league, and I wouldn't mind staying staying a couple more years in there if, if I had to, because I, I really enjoy playing for the team I'm with right now and the, with my coaches and everything. So You got in a fight a couple weeks ago. How was that? Uh, oh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a new experience. Um, I mean, I kind of hit a guy from behind, so uh we just had the whole, everyone on the ice kind of had a brawl. And for some reason, I, I was the one who hit the guy and nobody attacked me at first. But uh, some guy came to me and uh, had to battle because we were both on the ice. And eventually we just had, ended up having a fight and uh, caught him with an uppercut. And he ended up going down. So first fight, I, I guess you could take that as a win.
2: The fists are flying here. Drake Bergen there Bergen. doing his head. Nice left hand by Bergen. Fighting Mulan and Bergen didn't want to fight, and then Mur-
0: Mulan kind of pulled him into it. Going to make a habit of
1: fights or no? Uh, probably not. I don't think I'm a fighter. I just, you know, if, if a guy's punching you and he already dropped his gloves, sometimes you have to, you have to fight him, or you're just going to take some shots to the face. So
0: you did what you had to do.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I know Kevin was in here showing off the video of it. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't figure out if he was proud or what, but he got the win, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right, Drake, I appreciate your time, and uh, best of luck through the rest of the season. All right, thank you. The Continental Cup of Curling begins in Las Vegas tomorrow, basically. Curling's Ryder Cup. Six rinks from North America, battle six rinks from the rest of the world. Here's the breakdown. Brad Gushu, Kevin Cooey, Jennifer Jones, and Rachel Homan from Canada, as well as Olympic gold medalist John Schuster and Jamie Sinclair from the U.S. On the world side, it's all Europe this year. Nicholas Dean and Anna Hasselberg of Sweden, Peter De Cruz and Sylvana Tirinzoni of Switzerland. Scotland's Bruce Mowat and Eve Muirhead. Jeff Stoughton is the coach of Team North America, joins me now on the CGOB Sports Show. Jeff, where are you right now?
2: i'm in uh vegas just in my room actually i was just gonna step out and get some to eat i got a lot of
0: options
2: (laughs) yeah there's a lot of places to go but yeah no we got to do something around the hotel because we've got a reception as well tonight so yeah
0: not a bad excuse to get a trip to vegas
2: not a bad excuse at all no it's perfect
0: (laughs) so the continental cup is this is this kind of like a, a kind of a party atmosphere for this event
2: um, yes and no. I mean, you know, you look at it's team North America against the world and, uh, uh, you know, the games have been getting tighter and tighter and we've got a bit of a winning streak on our hands here. So I think it's, it's a lot of fun for the players, uh, cause there's, there's not that much on the line, but it's, uh, you know, as soon as Saturday and Sunday kick in, uh, the competitive juices get flowing and uh, no one wants to lose. So it becomes very serious and, uh, a little more tight by the end of the weekend. That's for sure.
0: So explain the format and how this works.
2: Holy moly, that's a that's a or is that too low to the question? But <laughs> <laughs> no, basically they have a bunch of they have regular team play, uh, they have mixed doubles play, they have what they're going to do is what they call a team scramble, where we mix up the the men's teams uh, and mix up the ladies teams and they play against the, the other side. We have mixed play and we have skins games. So there's uh, lots of different varieties of what to uh, what's going to get played. So it's a good uh, mix for the fans uh, watching on TV.
0: And this is something where it used to bounce around location to location, but the, it's now permanently in Las Vegas. What has that done to help, I guess, create a different atmosphere at this event?
2: Yeah, no, it's not permanently here. Last year, it was in London, Ontario. Uh, this year, it's in Vegas. So I think the rotation, they're definitely in the rotation. I think they'd like to do it every other year in Vegas,
1: which right, is kind of cool, of it, yeah. and, then,
2: and, then, and then have it uh, somewhere else the other year. But, you know, it's really fun. It's amazing how many people come down from Canada for for a short event. It's only four days long, so they can come down, you know, for those four days, or they can come down for a week and, and enjoy the strip and then uh, watch some curling as well. So, uh it's just a fun destination for people to come down to and watch some great curling.
0: And you mentioned this—the idea that it, it's for fun, but it's also players want to win because when you're competitive, you want to win. But for teams like you know Brad Gushu, Kevin Cooey, Rachel Holman, these are teams, well Gushu excluded, that you know they're about to go through their provincial playdowns and try to qualify for their national championships. And this is kind of a, a last fun thing to do before that all gets started.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's already been a really long year for most of these teams. They've been grinding it out on the tour, uh, playing in Grand Slams, World Cups, etc. Um, you know, and this is sort of just a nice little uh, kickoff to, you know, the second half of the year then you're playing for your province and your country. So, yeah, I kind of, you know, they can exhale and then get ready to roll for the rest of the season. So it's a, kind of a nice break for them just to have a little bit of fun and, and uh, not feel that as much pressure on the ice I said until uh, until they figure out they don't want to lose this thing and they start playing better or they uh, take it a little more serious.
0: Did you get to uh, participate in this when you were a curler?
2: Yeah, I was here actually in Vegas for the first one that they ran here and I, I couldn't have asked for a better atmosphere I was uh, we were so pleasantly surprised that they had such a good turnout for the event We weren't sure what to expect whether it was going to be you know, three hundred people or three thousand, and I think every draw they drew over well over three thousand people, and it was just a thrill to play in front of uh, fans that uh, know the game and have fun. And they're all, the, most of them were Canadian fans, which is great. But like I said, it's a it's a great destination. So yeah, I've been fortunate to play in a couple of these, and uh, it's it's it, it's just a nice break from the grind of
0: the year. So what's your role now?
2: Uh, the, my role is just uh, uh, head coach for Team North America. So just overseeing the teams, uh, you know, we've picked our matchups of who plays whom. Uh, got a captain who's Pete Fenson from the United States and Joe Officer is a co-coach. So, you know, we're going to try and keep the teams in line and uh, make sure they're on their games, uh, get to the games on time and uh, enjoy the weekend for sure.
0: A little less pressure though, than uh, being in uh, Korea for the Olympics?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, way less pressure. I mean, this is, uh, this is fun. But I think the same thing. I'm probably going to get the serious face, too, if we're starting to struggle or something. I'll be going, you know, trying to motivate the the, the troops to uh, pull out their socks and play. Um, but I think with this group, we don't have to worry about that. They're, uh, they're all competitors and want to play hard. So, you know, our role is to make sure we get all the team matchups that we would like to see and, uh, you know, find out who's playing well to out other matchups for the weekend.
0: Since it is in Vegas, how much time will be spent away from the rink? Huh,
2: not very much. Uh, you know, it's, there's games at 8.30, 1.30, and 6.30 local time. And uh, all the players and coaches have to be there for every game. So there's uh, not a lot of free time. I and mean, you could go out on the evening, but then you're, you're probably up at 7 a.m. the next morning. So uh, not a lot of free time for most of these uh, players. But uh, everyone finds a fun night to go and watch a show or two. And, and a lot of the teams came in early to, to do just that get in a show or something and, and explore the strip. So, um, you know, once the game starts, it's all hands on deck, basically, for the, those four days, and, and uh, see how it goes.
0: Anything that you've been dying to see in Vegas?
2: Yeah, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be here a few times, just, you know, with the Continental Cup and uh, with the World Championships last year, and that's have seen, seen quite a bit. So uh, it, it's not as important to me. I'm not a big gambler, but I'm sure we'll... Uh, I got Pete, Pete Fenson, our captain, uh, apparently he loves crap. So he's got to show me how to, how to play that and how to figure out how to win. So then maybe I'll come back home with a little more money.
0: (laughs) And it's hard to imagine the drama, Lee, you know, living up to what happened last year where he had a draw to the button to determine who won the thing, but still, nonetheless, it's, it's a fun time.
2: It is. I mean, that was so intense last year. It was amazing to watch kind of fun. And, and, you know, obviously only half the players are going to be happy at the end of that draw. And, Half of them are going home thinking, boy, what if? But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the drama you want. And the, and the, and the fun of the game is when uh, something like that comes down to last shot. and It's pretty exciting for sure.
0: All right, Jeff, I'll let you go. Thanks for taking uh, time to talk to me and enjoy your time in Vegas.
2: I will. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Manitoba Scotty's Tournament of Hearts starts January 22nd, 23rd, pardon me, in Gimli. That's next Wednesday. And today, Curl Manitoba announced the draw schedule and the top five for the tournament. Carrie Anderson, the top seed, followed by Tracy Fleury, Darcy Robertson, Allison Flaxey, and Beth Peterson. Jennifer Jones isn't there because she's the defending national champ, so she doesn't have to play in this. She's already qualified for the Scotties in Sydney, Nova Scotia next month, but still a loaded field. Four of the top five teams in Canada, including Jones, Curl out of Manitoba. Anderson's all-star rink of Val Sweeting, Shannon Burchard, and Brian Mayer rank second in the country. And as I mentioned, they get the top billing at the Scotties. I talked to Burchard, who won the Scotties with Jones last year, subbing for Caitlin Jones or Caitlin Laws earlier today. Um, first of all, just the new lineup. How has it been working for the team so far?
3: It's been fantastic. Um, we all came into the season very committed to our new positions and also just to building a relationship with each other. Um, we didn't know each other too well going into it. So, um, yeah, no, it's been fantastic so far. We've had a really great season, lots to work on, still lots to learn, but we're really enjoying the process out there.
0: feels like a very unique provincial just because you have so many lineups that are new and they're fresh. Jennifer Jones obviously not here because she won last year. Is there pressure being the number one seed?
3: Um, we try not to put that pressure on ourselves. Um, the seeding just basically slots you into your pool, um, and you have to take it from there. So um, we just have to play our game, um, stay tough out there, and uh, just be patient. There's going to be a lot of great teams, and we're going to have a lot of like close games, um, and hopefully we're able to come out on top.
0: It's a very loaded field.
3: It is very loaded, and we knew that going into this whole season, uh, just with all the team announcements last year. everybody switching up, everybody coming to Manitoba. So, um, yeah, we knew we had to be ready for Provincials um, coming up, and so that's been one of our big goals this season, is to win Provincials um, and to represent Manitoba.
0: To play against Carrie for a number of years now, you're on her team she everything she you thought she'd be as a skip
3: yeah carrie's been awesome um she's always been a great shooter and i've always known that about her uh, but just getting to know her personally she's so sweet and she's hilarious and such a great teammate so uh we're all really enjoying her as a skip
0: and the fact that you have basically a team of skips how has that kind of affected the way the team looks at the the sweeping and the line calls and all that
3: I think for the most part, in terms of Brianne and I, we generally understand why shots are being called. So that kind of takes a little bit of Carrie's job um, away in the hack. Like she doesn't have to explain things to us, which I think she appreciates. But otherwise, we're fully committed to our new positions. Um, Val brings a lot to our team as a third. She is super smart and sees a lot of things that we potentially don't see. Um, So she brings those up and really brings that uh, to carry so they have a really great uh, relationship at the back end.
0: What do you expect the crowds to be like at this tournament?
3: I think they'll be really great. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I think Gimli's it's a great spot to host the Provincials, you know, close enough to Winnipeg to get some some city crowd, but I think the local support is going to be huge. Um, I love playing in front of a crowd. It's lots of fun, and I just love the energy in the building.
0: Where you are in the rankings right now, there is an opportunity, if you don't win, to make the wild card. Is that something you can consider, or do you just want to make sure you win the Provincials?
3: Um, we do know that that is our cushion. Um If something terrible were to happen next week, um, then we would be in that game. Um, We don't want to be resting on that, though. We would love to represent Manitoba and um, fly our colors. So that's our main goal. We don't want to, like, really think about the wild card going into next week. We just want to play our game, play well, and hopefully we come out on top. Well, best of luck. Yeah, thank you.
0: Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from seven to nine PM with Christian O'Mel and the Sports Show podcast. Not available on iTunes. Not available on Google Podcasts. Not available anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Yes.